If you're the kind of dad who sings classic children's hits to the tunes of your favorite Led Zeppelin songs, then this is the podcast for you. And there's nothing like the wheels on the bus to the tune of Stairway to Heaven. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating dad wherever dad may be, whatever dad may do. Welcome to season number nine, episode number four. I feel like we took yet another hiatus, but we life did. happens. We'll talk about that in just a bit. Our guest this week is going to be Krishna Ramnath. He's a good friend of mine from college who has started and founded this edutainment production company called Little Starship Productions. We'll get into that a little later on in the podcast. Hey, my name is Adam D. And right now it is my great pleasure to introduce my good friend and podcasting partner who is not only an expert speaker, but with all this travel he's doing, he should probably do a travel blog. And his Ooh. name is Coach Randy. Hey, Coach. Hey, Adam D. How you doing? You're, uh, you're back in West Orange, aren't you? I'm in West Orange. I yes. feel like I've never left, but you are in the Steel I, City. I am in Pittsburgh, PA. Yes, I am. And what's going on in Pittsburgh, PA, Coach? It is just a beautiful time doing some workshops, hanging out, getting some business, making some money. Keep real busy, brother. Keep real busy. You know me on the on the road, always on the road. Well, that's it. I feel like we're back to like our pandemic state. You're in one place, I'm in another. Yeah. We're zooming. But we you know, we got to get this one in. We I have felt very guilty to our listeners out there. We have uh, been so busy the last couple of weeks, and I feel bad. We've never, in a season, said, "Listen, we have we have stuff. We have busy. We can't get together. We can't do an episode." I'm sorry, listeners. I'm so sorry. We got to pay the bills first, and yeah, you're right. It's like people are like, "What? What are you doing? Another hiatus? You give us three episodes, and then we're starving. We're starving for content for two weeks. What's going on?" Such a tease. Such a tease, Adam D. I mean. God, the last time we were together, we see Towson State was just an acceptance. Yeah, uh, we we're just about get ready for sports. I guess Aiden is now on the on the the golf team. Michaela yeah. University. I mean, so much is going on. I mean, just crazy. So let me tell you about my last weekend, and this is part and parcel why we couldn't do an episode last week. We we're supposed yeah, to have a really we're so busy. So first off. Um, you know, my daughter, she's been driving now for, uh, I want to say about seven months. Let's say seven months. And, you know, I'd say the furthest she's driven is probably down the parkway to a town called Edison. So about 40 minutes away. I follow. And, you know, she does all of these teen trips over the summer and she wanted to visit one of her friends on Long Island. Yeah. Now, for those of you who don't know about driving from New Jersey to Long Island, you could probably get to California faster from New Jersey than you can get to Long Island. Um, not to mention that I always felt like driving to Long Island is like being in that scene in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome where all those crazy maniacs in their little tanks, the like makeshift you know, tanks, are running into each other. You know, it's so funny. I've been to I've been to Long Island six times in the last oh. few weeks. So like, it is it is knuck and futs. It's, it's fertile ground for you. Plus, you have two bridges. Yes. So um, it depends, 
depends what GPS take you. Oh, that's true. It's it's Thrognets. It's, I mean, it's just it's crazy. So I had uh, Perry. I did a dry run with her about uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, and we decided to take uh, the Gothels Bridge through Staten Island. It went down south, the south, and bridge. then Verrazano yeah. to the Belt Parkway, which is gotcha. the, probably the country's largest parking lot. Yes, through Queens. Yep. Yep. Uh, Queen Brooklyn, and then yep. to um, to the Southern State, and then ultimately to, to Long Island. So um, I just want to make sure she could do the bridges. Everything else, I was okay with. And the Verrazano, you always talk about like mom. That's yeah. the number one hardest job. Number two is the guy who cleans the Verrazano Bridge. The Verrazano Bridge. It's a big bridge, and it's a lot yeah. to clean. It's a big freaking bridge. And I remember my drives out to Hofstra, where I went to school, and I remember that hairpin turn to get from the bridge to the belt. And I just oh want God, to make sure so she could do it. No, I, I can. You, you don't know it unless you've done it. So yeah. I'm so with you right there. So I did it in the car with her, and of course, as she's making that hairpin turn, I'm like, "All right." I, I felt like. Um, Robert Stack, an airplane, trying to get, um, was it Robert Hayes, down yes. on the ground. Yes. Come on. You know? You can do it. Keep, keep, keep that throttle low, striker. Keep that throttle low. Keep that throttle keep low. That low. Let's keep going. Municipal low. bonds, Ted. Municipal bonds. Best investment. And I keep talking to her while we're making this hairpin turn. Watch yes. the brake. Slow down. Yes. Little to the left. Little to the right. And finally, we got on the belt. And I said, how was that? She goes, everything was great. Until you started talking. Until you started talking. That's the way it is, man. Shut up, Adam D. You're a dad. Shut up. up. So eventually, she did the the ride solo. It was like almost Amelia Earhart. We're following her on GP on uh, Life 360. Yeah. My yeah. wife is giving me the play-by-play. She's only going five miles an hour. Now 20. She might be in traffic. Now she got off the exit. And when she got to her destination, yeah. my wife and I actually kissed the ground. Yes. Thank God. It's... It is. It is so crazy. Um, but she made it. So it that was one thing that I, I was dealing with. The other was my uh, son was in his probably his last U.S. kids tournament because he's going to age out. And like you said, he's yeah, playing high school golf. High school yeah. And we no were more, uh, uh, no more daddy caddy for you. Uh, likely not unless somehow, some way we squeeze in another, but probably not because there's so much golf now in his life. So we played this tournament not far from us, but we didn't tee off till um, probably 20 minutes after one o'clock. Now, this was last Sunday. And if you recall the weather report, it was the high was 40. Yes, a little cold. At tee time, it was 35 degrees. I remember. With um, 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. A little bit of rain, a little bit of rain, a little little pishy in the air. A little, uh, it was a little, uh, little moisture, but yes. that wasn't the issue. The issue was these were not golf conditions, and so many of the parents are complaining. We got to cancel this tournament. U.S. kids, they don't cancel tournaments. No, they don't. Not unless there's a hurricane. And even if there was a hurricane, it's hey. not like it's snowing. It's not, not like there's an earthquake. It's we're not playing like a tornado. Not like there's a tornado. No funnel clouds. So the bottom line was there was so much slow play that. We didn't actually get off the course until after seven o'clock. I remember, I remember you were texting me like, I don't know if we're gonna get in the we're gonna get there very soon. And what I say, listen, truth is I have so much work to do. <laughs> I am I am dying over here. Adam D, our listeners will be okay, they'll forgive us. And I think I think we'll come back strong this week. Um, you know, I feel badly, um, but we have to think about ourselves first, and especially your you're golfing with Aiden. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we'll try to keep the rhythm of more episodes going, but that was was happening uh, last week. Another busy weekend, another busy week. Coach, how are things in, in Randy land? You know, listen, Adam D, it is uh, living the dream. I, I was supposed to up my first game this past week, but it got canceled because of weather. So mm-hmm. my first official high school uh, JV game is coming up this coming Friday. Exciting. 31st, Livingston JV. Ooh, that's a tough crowd, Coach. I can tell you, I, I am set to go. I have practiced my mask on, mask off. It's kind of like, you know, wax on, wax off, but it's with the umpire. I am all set. Uh, I have been working hard. I'm very excited about this. I think this is the next stage in my in my uh, my evolution as a, as a softball uh, fan. Looking forward to it. So you're umping Livingston JV. Yes. Wow. So uh, I'm hoping they're not going to be too jerky, but I'm not sure if I'm behind the plate or on the base. Oh, that's true. But, uh, but I'm telling you, it is uh, it has been great. It's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Michaela, of course, uh, she made varsity um, for her high school. Bree made her team at uh, at Roosevelt. Uh, my wife is doing great. Couldn't be happier. Life is just. It's just awesome, Adam D. It's all for good good. things. Life is good. You know, what does it matter, right? Life is good. Everything is long as as long as you have your health, right? As long as you have your health. Now, now you're starting to sound like our parents. Yes, because it's all about health. If you don't have your health, what do you got? You got your health. You're looking healthy. What do you got? Yeah. And if you're a basketball fan, you were probably. Oh Rolling God. in the mud as a pig does. So many good games. This is a tournament nobody could have predicted. Predicted? I don't think. I mean, oh my gosh! I mean, can you tell me where Florida, Florida Atlantic University is? Do you know what city that's in? So you have Florida Atlantic, which no, I have no idea where that is located. You have uh, you have Miami, who just beat. Uh, you have San Texas State, right? Mm-hmm. And who's the fourth one? You have um, Connecticut. Yeah. So I mean. Who who would have thunk it, Adam D? No, what's that? That's what they call it March Madness. It's crazy. It's crazy. It. It's clinically insane. Uh, all four number ones bounce. Gone. Gone. And really, maybe that's the way it should be. By the way, Florida Atlantic, Boca Raton. Boca. Yeah. How many students go to FAU? It's well, a it's a pretty pretty big school, and they actually have a satellite campus in Jupiter. And I think the reason why they put right. a school in Boca Raton is so they could drive the average age of the population down uh, by probably 40 years. Uh, that's so funny. In Boca, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, no, San Diego State. It's uh, I, I don't follow college basketball until the Final Four. Don't watch it. Don't care. But now it's like it's awesome. And you know what starts this coming week? You know what starts this coming week? Baseball. Major League Baseball. And the Yankees just announced a starting shortstop, 20-year-old, 21-year-old hot shot. You know, the last time they had a young shortstop, guess who? Guess who? Guess who? Derek Jeter, number two. Number two. Now hitting for the New York Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Maybe it's well, this year. Who knows? But now you need pitcher. You got three guys who are on, starting the uh, season on the IL. <laughs> now, who knows? You know, it's early. It's baseball. You just never know. And, um, you know, we have to remember that there are still soccer fans listening. Uh, I caught a glimpse of the Portugal-Luxembourg game because we have fans in Luxembourg. We have a huge, huge crowd of listeners in Luxembourg. 
And I want the Luxembourg fans to know that while you got slaughtered by Portugal, we still yeah. love you. Uh, it was a tough loss. It was a tough loss for Luxembourg. <laughs> but we love them. We love our listeners, Luxembourg. Luxembourg all the way. So whether you live in Luxembourg or whether you live in Livingston, New Jersey, we're so happy you're with us for episode number four of season number nine. Coming up, Krishna Ramnath of Little Rocket Productions right here on Bad to the Dad. Stay with us. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know, the North Jersey counties of Essex, Union, and Morris have become very popular because of their competitive school system, great parks, civic living, but the housing market has gotten red hot. So if you're planning on moving to these counties, you're going to want to have somebody on your side, a real strong advocate that knows the market and lives here too. And that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team, the top 1% of realtors in the area. You want to reach out to Idan, he is going to take care of you. You can contact him by phone at 516-730-4726, or you can find him on Instagram at idan.realtor, that's I-D-A-N dot realtor on Instagram. Idan Karen from the Stan K team. You can't go wrong. We are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media is a great place to keep up with your favorite and fastest-growing dad-themed podcast, Bad to the Dad. At Bad to the Dad is our handle on most social media platforms, and that, of course, includes Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to reach out and connect with Coach Randy and me, Adam D., you can also do that on LinkedIn. Just find our profiles and we will be there and be happy to connect with our listeners. We've got a website, and that's badtothedad.com, where you can gather information about your hosts and, of course, about guests past, present, and future. You can also download the podcast episodes. So if you just can't seem to figure out Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the website gets the job done. We're an interactive podcast. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contactus at badtothedad.com. Once more, that's contact us at badtothedad.com or just DM us on any of our social media platforms. Coach, another This Is Your Life guest from my days at Hofstra. Uh, very happy to announce that we have my good friend Krishna Ramnath on. Now, Krishna and I, we did television production together at Hofstra back in the early, early 90s, okay? And uh, just so happens that when I was out at Hofstra last week to watch round two of the NIT between Hofstra and Cincinnati, Krishna was sitting right next to me. So sometimes the stars align and you're meant to reconnect with good college friends. Isn't that a cool story? I love that story. It has a beginning, middle, and an end. And we're going to hear even more about Krishna, who is a dad. He's got three wonderful kids. And he is also one of the uh, executive managers, which is probably the best way I can put it, for a children's education or edutainment app called Little Starship. Krishna, great to see you again, and welcome to Bad to the Dad. Oh, thank you. Welcome, welcome. welcome. 
So Krishna, we've got to ask, uh, we always ask an on-the-spot question to kind of rev up the engine with our guests. So you're in children's edutainment. So I've got to ask you, who's your favorite Muppet? <laughs> who's my favorite Muppet? Uh, I go way back, so it'd probably be like Kermit the Frog. Well, you got to go with the OG, right? Yeah, yeah. Kermit. How about you, Coach? You got a favorite Muppet? Me? Um, either Animal or I'd have to say uh, Grover. Grover. Again? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Grover, I could totally see as being your spirit Muppet coach, just because <laughs> of your line of work, right? Yes, absolutely. How about you? Ooh, I have two favorites. Um, one is The Count, because I just thought it was so clever that there was this vampire Muppet called yes. The Count, and he teaches kids how to count. Yes. And I, I count. Well, and I come from a family of accountants, so it's sort of just, you know, by nature. <laughs> And then also, you know, the Snuffleupagus. He's, you know, is that really a Muppet though? Is that he's a, a he's a massive Muppet? Yeah, it's probably one of the bigger ones. I was just go with Big Bird. I'm, you know, I'm thinking like Oscar the Grouch. I see you as Oscar the Grouch kind of. Uh huh. Thing. Oscar the Grouch. He's skeptical, but yet if you spend enough time with him, you really get to understand Oscar. I don't know. Maybe maybe Cookie Monster. Oh, Cookie Monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this could go on and on. I mean, we could we go could through spend the... days. <laughs> we could spend days on the Muppets. You know, it's funny when we have the dad geeks on, we talk about every possible Star Wars ca character, but we've never done Muppets. Well, I think we have, we're onto something. Maybe we'll have to come to that. So let's, let's get back to Krishna, though. I was going to put a pin in the Muppets, and then <laughs> we're going to learn a little bit more about Krishna. So, Krishna, we mentioned that you're in uh, children's edutainment and you are working on this app called Little Starship Productions. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, yeah, Little Starship Productions is, is the company. We've, we've, produced a couple of apps now um, where, uh, you know, the idea came about around 10 years ago when my daughters, my old, second two daughters were young uh, and kind of influenced by my uh, being influenced by Sesame Street when I was little. Um, I, I came up with the idea of, of putting together these uh, educational apps that kind of uh, contain multimedia and video in the way that uh, the early Sesame Street did, and then also was interactive and hmm. could play on a tablet and, and, you know, mobile devices where, you know, the eyes of the, the children are today. Um, so we created uh, the first the first couple of apps were just simple kind of puzzle games, um, you know, like uh, jigsaw puzzles and sliding puzzles and counting games and ABCs so like that. Um, but we incorporated, I had, uh, when my first, my older daughter was younger, um, in elementary school, there was this, uh, singer songwriter who would visit the school uh, like once a year, uh, his name was Rick Charette and he mm -hmm. has these original songs, like silly little songs, like that you'd see, you'd find on Sesame street. Uh, so I had contacted him when I had the idea of building the apps and, um, taking a couple, looking at a couple, couple of his songs and just using those as the basis, like one of them being Alligator in the Elevator. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that's where we got the the theme around around which to build the, the first set of apps. So the app is geared towards like the preschool, kind of early elementary yeah. school? Yeah, we want to keep it simple. It, it, mm -hmm. You know, um, basically the same way, the, the same concept of, of Sesame Street, or the original concept of Sesame Street was helping uh, prepare kids for school especially mm -hmm. in uh, underprivileged areas where they might not have that education prior to preschool. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, where the Sesame Street's 
idea was to reach the kids via television because that's where their eyes were. Um, my idea was kind of taking a similar idea, but now reaching now the all the kids are on you know phones or tablets and such to so try to reach them in, in there at that location. So this app could be a lifesaver on long road trips, is what you're telling us. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I give them something good and you know yeah something worthwhile to 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 be looking at rather than some of the other stuff that was out there. Yeah. And um, and also built in, in um, with having uh, something that the parents could do with the children as well. You know, uh, hmm. built uh, so that. Uh, parents can can actually take their kids through it as well as the kids doing it on their own. So they can play along. Children at this point, yeah, like you know, um, preschool age. Very neat. Mm -hmm. So I know that you had been in in television production, and I know you're you know amongst the three of us, you're probably the uh, the farthest technically along. You know, when it comes to technology and building these kinds of things, uh, you mentioned the influence of your daughter. But why why children's education apps? Uh, you know why that pursuit uh, for your career? I I mean I've always been interested in education and um, um, I think I had always had kind of it, it probably because I watched Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers and those things when I was little. Um, it kind of sparked a kind of interest in in, in imagination and, and it was like building a thirst for knowledge and kind of uh, an interest in education. Um, so it, it, at the time, it was something that I could do with, you know, get my daughters involved, my younger daughters involved with with building. And um, also being that it's, uh, you know, video game kind of based that, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's something simple with the, with the younger audience at, at that age, we can keep the games nice and simple and we can, you know, target them for nowadays, if you were getting into the little older ages and we're getting to, you know, the, the types of games that the older kids are now exposed to are the production. It, it's, such, it's such a larger production. Uh, it's not something that I could do with a small team of people, you know, who'd have, hmm. it'd be, um, so this was a, a lot more manageable, you know, something that we could, uh, put together on Very a cool. small team what kind of influence did your uh, kids have on you as far as pursue pursuing this career um well they're all they're all three of my children have been very smart and had that kind of thirst for knowledge and reading and having you know they have a good imagination um so yeah i mean that was something i figured we can do together you know as um we recorded the voice like like some of the the little the initial little logo idea that we did i had uh, put together a little animation and we recorded the girls voices as they watched i heard that started. i saw that on <laughs> youtube mm -hmm. hey boat yeah hey, exactly boat. that was that was i put together the animation and i just had told jen i was like all right let them watch this and let them just like identify the things that they're seeing and we recorded yeah. the voices and, and and put it together you know can't go wrong with cute kid voices. Can't go wrong. Very, very smart. <laughs> well, that's your ringtone, right, Coach? <laughs> it's all the girls' voices. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, Krishna, I got to tell you, I think you're onto something. And we're again, we're speaking with Krishna Ramnath of the Little Starship Productions. Again, it's an edu edutainment app, and it's got music, and it's got some mystery games and uh, some light math games. Um, you know, there's the school that we grew up with, Coach, where you got a book, you got a textbook, and your teacher was the facilitator yeah. who took you from lesson to lesson. I follow. And nowadays, mm -hmm. education is so self-guided. We're even doing it at work, but 
you know, this is this is really the way that that kids learn to learn, learn to learn on their own. To learn. Mm -hmm. They're so smart because of all this technology and the apps. What do you think about that, Krishna? Yeah, I mean, and especially that's where things are going with, with um, you know, with after the pandemic, with the kids having to work, to, even elementary school kids were doing their work online and, and um, being exposed a little faster than I think they would have with, with uh, some of this having to do stuff online, but, you know, self-guided work. And then also even with in the workforce, you know, I haven't I haven't worked in the office since March of 2020. You know, you're all working remotely now um so uh on computers and and using devices and you know uh i take my work with me wherever i go i could work you know i could be working from starbucks i could be working from a hotel i could be working from home uh, i could be working at the pool at the beach you know that's even uh, the best is when you have working for yeah, the beach yeah mobile devices now have have uh been you know have, have really facilitated that and kids are picking up that language of working you know of navigating through with these devices at such an early age now. So I also understand that you have some merch. It's, mm -hmm. it's merch. It's merch madness. What kind of merch do you have? <laughs> merch well, madness. So, yeah, I mean, in order to, to, to keep this going, um, you know, we need to raise money to, to, you know, to be able to do this. So we built a, a site called littlestarshipstore.com. And uh, we're selling uh, sweatshirts, T-shirts, um, hats beanies all with the uh the, the little starship logo as well as um we have some t-shirts with some uh comics and cartoons that are from content from from the apps and from the uh, portal that we're built we're building the, the latest project is is a is a portal called alligator elevator.com which is basically where um we're gathering all the content that we've built so far and putting it in one place where parents can hopefully um access like on a monthly basis you know uh and, and we can keep updating the content and have it all so one central location where parents can find you know uh educational fun content for their kids for preschool so target target preschool age you you had mentioned the websites you have alligator and the elevator.com and of course mm -hmm. we know that there's little starship prod.com those are the, the websites mm -hmm. is the app available for download now so if i went to an app store could i get it they were. Uh, we pulled them down recently because we're going to put them up on to um, this alligator in the elevator dot com, which ah, is coming okay. soon. Uh, they were up on both the App Store, the Apple uh, App Store and as well as the Android App Store for uh, three, four years. And we got a pretty good response, uh, you know, um, good reviews from the from the people that and parents that have used it as well as from review sites. Um, so now we're going to take that. Um, it came to a point where we had to up, kind of upgrade the software because you know uh, Apple keeps in, you know up, upgrading their their requirements to have the, the the apps on the on the App Store. So with this latest redo that we would have had to do, do to get them back on the App Store, mm -hmm. um, we decided to to build this elevator.com where we could have everything in one place. Um, so when that launches, it will have all the content that we've built so far. So for the for the time being, right now, it's, I would direct people to if they want to support the idea as is to go to littlestarshipstore.com and mm -hmm. pick up the merch because that'll help us, you know, um, fund the the building of the of the portal. If I'm correct, alligator in the elevator is a story, correct? A 
It's actually well, that was the one of the songs that Rick Charette had had uh, was known for, um, and I think the at one point he did put out a a book that was just the lyrics essentially of this of, of the of the song, um, but he allowed us to to use that for the the initial apps that we built. So we have the, there's a music video um, that's on YouTube um, that we built a little cartoon video that's that's incorporated into the apps. Uh, that follows the song uh, and has a bunch of char- you know characters that we created, including the the alligator and, and a couple and some little alligators and then the, the kids that go along with it. So, uh, how do your kids? I mean, you and your kids. So, how do your kids get involved? And what do you like to do with your kids when it comes to all this stuff? Oh, my kids! I, they are into so many things. I mean, it's 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 insane. In addition to the app, I mean, they love the apps and like. Um, it's amazing because we started this when they, the Aurora and Leilani were, I think, two and one. Now they're twelve and eleven, um, and they'll still pick up the app, like the the jigsaw puzzle app, and they'll play around with it, or they'll or, or the style app. Um, but in addition to that, they're they do, um, they've been doing violin and cello uh, since they were about four years old. So we've been taking. To the Brooklyn College uh, Prep Center for that. They um, they each do uh, voice with the Brooklyn Youth Choir. They um, they're taking theater uh, lessons at a number of theater groups in in the city, uh, as well as um, now they're both in middle school, so they're picking up a lot of the middle school after school activities like uh, the debate team, and also they're on the newspaper staff. <laughs> So they are so busy. Like every every minute of their day is planned, is planned. I pick them up from school, drop them from you know, pick them up from debate and take them to the theater. And um, yeah, so that it, that's one number of the stuff is just going to those kind of things, going to the various debates or or um, concert recitals or mm-hmm. music. My daughter's going to be in a Footloose production at the middle school that's coming up. The one daughter. Oh wow! And they were in the talent show. They played the violin and cello to. Um, Michael Jackson's uh, "Beat It" <laughs> that they put together. On, on you have a recording record. of that, Krishna? Yeah, yeah, we do actually. Uh, um, send that to me. I think we need to post that on social media. Uh, yeah, that, that, would, that would be great. That would be uh, great. Yeah, we like we like posting serial overachievers. <laughs> They're also they on just our, recently got involved with the New York Pops and Carnegie Hall. Uh, the New York Pops has a has a children's program for middle schoolers. They auditioned, got into that. So they'll actually be performing at Carnegie Hall on May first at the their uh, annual gala. So that, wow, yeah, that, is, really... that is a that's a watershed event. Now, uh, mm-hmm. Krishna, you mentioned you live in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and I've always wondered: is Brooklyn a cool place to raise kids? I know people who live in Brooklyn; they feel like there's no other place on earth other than Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And you're originally from Long Island, and I know yeah. people from Long Island feel the same way. But tell me about raising a family in Brooklyn. What's that like? I think it's great. Uh, yeah, there's so many things, so many activities that, like, of all those things I just mentioned, that 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 they can get involved with, and and I think that with the, especially having daughters, um, I think it's great to to get them involved in in activities and and, and things, you know, to to keep them busy. Um, so like, yeah, everything that they've been doing, they've been going to programs at the Brooklyn Library. They, like I said, they they've been doing music for for quite a while at the. Brooklyn College uh, Prep Center. Then they have the choir with the Brooklyn Youth Chorus. They do, um, yeah. So so many things. <laughs> so many things. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, I mean, there's Brooklyn. I mean, you have the, you have um, 
Prospect Park, which we go to all mm -hmm. the time. That's like, you know, uh, just for those who don't know, you know, um, Brooklyn, it, it's it's almost as big as Central Park in, in Manhattan. And, there, mm -hmm. and there's just as many things to do. There's a zoo, there's the botanical garden, there's, you know, ball fields, there's, you know, um, horseback riding. There's there's so many, uh, so many things to do at, at Prospect Park. You know. Brooklyn parents are hip, Coach. Mm -hmm. yeah, Every right Brooklyn here. parent I talk to, and they they're like, you know, we're gonna make this work. We're gonna stay here until the kids are out of school. Mm -hmm. And it's not like when I lived in Manhattan, I'm like, oh, we gotta move. We gotta move out to the burbs because mm -hmm. we need more space. And you know, we we want. That's make the sure only thing. I mean, space. It's still the city, so it's still yeah. still along the expensive side, and it's still uh, you know, space as far as living space is 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 yeah. If Brooklyn were its own city, I hear it's the fourth largest city in the world or yeah. in the country, something like mm -hmm. that. Never. Yeah. Could be. Mm -hmm. So what are some things you love to do with your girls, your kids? Oh, like I said, all those different things. You know, we're going to the, the take them to their music recitals. I take my daughter to the library every week, you know, uh, uh, in between events. And um, so she likes to read. She likes uh, – that's the funny thing, too, that they – they um, like Jen, my wife, uh, Jen, their mom, we've got – we got them uh, interested in reading early, which was really great because now, even though a lot of these kids are walking around with tablets and, and you know, phones, um, Aurora and Leilani will be walking around with uh, with books at times. And, you know, people come up to us and we had a woman come up to us in the, in the diner the other night and she, she was just um, commenting to, my, to Aurora that like, it was so refreshing to see someone of that age sitting with a book at the diner rather than yeah, a, no kidding, um, yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, so, Christian, I don't, I don't want to go dark, but you did mention that you have three girls: one from your relationship with your first wife, and now mm -hmm. I know that you have these two girls that you mentioned who have this plethora of activity uh, of activities in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. um, I understand that your first wife passed away from cystic fibrosis. Yep. And unfortunately, I know quite a few folks who have CF and mm -hmm. they've gone through lung transplants and all other yeah. so kinds we were, of procedures. We were living on, uh, on Long Island at the time when I got married. Um, yeah. I met my my uh, first, my wife, Dawn, um, through uh, close friends of mine, uh, you know, out on Long Island. And we, we got married. We, we uh, bought a house in Shirley. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a, uh, for my first daughter, uh, Kayla. And um, so she grew out up out there, and she was same thing. Was into tons of she played softball out there. Uh, uh, her uh, my father in law was ran the local softball team, uh, softball league, and then you know so she started uh, softball at an early age. My uh, cousin and my aunt had a dance studio, hmm. uh, so, so she was doing dance lessons early on, and then she was playing basketball. Uh, uh, then, unfortunately, my my wife Kayla's mom passed away in two thousand five when Kayla was five. Mm. Uh, so I and she just graduated college you're yeah now so now she just graduated college so that was you know quite some time ago mm. um you know I, it was a single dad for about 10 years and um we ended up moving into the city um so that i you know the commute was crazy like being a single dad I, you know i had great help from my sister-in-law my brother-in-law where they were able to um you know i was working in manhattan at the time and still living out in Shirley, which is a crazy commute. It's been an hour and a half commute. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, with the help from my sister and brother-in-law, they were able to take her home from school. Mm -hmm. and stuff. But, but I really didn't have a lot of time with her. So yeah. that we ended up eventually moving. You know, I moved Kayla with myself back into the city, closer to where I worked. And 
Um, that's when we initially were living in in, um, in Queens in Long Island City, uh, which was a, a, a good situation because the middle school, the, the it was an elementary school at the time, was right across the street, and then it was like one stop into the city where in it's Manhattan where I worked. Um, so I was close to where she was at school, so we could mm -hmm. spend more time together. Yeah. So Krishna, what what is that like? You know, those initial few months or even couple years where the wife passes away and it's just you and the kid. Because I'm mm -hmm. sure that we have some dads listening who have who have gone through that and mm -hmm. you know probably trying to figure it out in in their own way. So here you have such a major part of the family unit gone. Mm -hmm. So you know what did what did you have to do? There's the emotional component, and then there's yeah. just figuring figuring out a new normal. Emotional was tough. Luckily, I had a lot of support from uh, from Dawn's family, who was mm -hmm. local. Like when we lived in the Charlie, like her mother in law lived right around the. Well, my mother, my mother in law, her mom lived right around the corner. Uh, her sister lived, you know, not too not too far. Uh, so there were, everyone was local, and we had a lot of family support. Uh, so that, like I said, they were a big help, and as far as um, just managing, you know. Pick, picking up from school and that kind of thing. And then, um, you know, I was able to still, uh, you know, take take Kayla to to, to dance lessons and to, to softball lessons and, um, you know, uh, basketball and such. So, you know, we still had a lot of time together, but it, but it, was, it's, it was tough, yeah. Uh, but but definitely I'm grateful for all the support I had from, from Don's family. Yeah. So one thing that we always talk about, and it's uh, a dad's job is never done. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that with the college graduate and your others, we like to have something called dad advice, where we offer our our guest dads a chance to offer some uh, advice. What's your dad advice to to other dads? I try to establish a good communication with with my daughters, and like that, I like to like kind of lead by example. And build a trust that like we can talk about any anything, and they can always come come to me for advice. Um, and when I say lead by example, like in my old, especially with my older daughter, um, it's like she can learn from not only you know the positive, the the, the the correct things I do, but also learn from my mistakes, so that she doesn't repeat the same <laughs> mistakes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. acknowledge that we're not all perfect and people make yeah. mistakes and hopefully she can learn from our mistakes as well as, as the things I do correctly. Very nice. Awesome. But, but yeah, the, but try to build a, a rapport where I, I hope at least that in any event that, you know, they can always come and talk to me and I'd be the first person that they would call if anything, you know, if they needed help with or needed anything. Yeah. Krishna Ramnath has been our guest on Bad to the Dad, and he's one of the founders and managers of this great children's edutainment enterprise called Little Starship Productions. I see you have a, a, a furry member of your family, too, that wants to get involved. Yeah, the what other kind, two children. And I what kind of dogs? <laughs> I have two dogs. Um, well, one is with Kayla now, but we, ha we had two dogs here. Um, one is Minnie. She's a... Uh, She's a small pit bull, but they, she's very a little small, so they call her Minnie. And then we had recently, oh, well, not more recent than her. We we had uh, Kayla had gotten a small uh, start, what started out as a small pit bull puppy, but now is a gigantic puppy that's like almost as big as she is, and and, and could probably guard scrap heaps. Yeah, on a chain. Yeah, that's that's what I picture with with pit bulls. So awesome, mm -hmm. Krishna. We talked about little Starship production before. We send you away. 
again, give us all the places where we can gather more information mm-hmm. about this, uh, this endeavor that you're in and also how we might be able to help raise funds for you. Yeah. So little starship store has, you know, uh, all the merchandise, uh, great sweatshirts and caps and beanies and, uh, stickers and t-shirts and, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, so that will help us raise money and help us build the portal, which is alligator in the elevator.com. And then if you just want to learn about the, the company and what the things that we've done in the past is little starship.com. All right. A lot of different places to gather information and help mm-hmm. the cause. Krishna, great to see you again. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know we've been talking about doing a an Hofstra TV production crew reunion. Mm-hmm. That's now been, you know, probably five, six years in the offing. We'll, we'll, we'll get back there. But yeah. really appreciate you making time on a late Sunday night on Bad to the Dad. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. And nice to meet you, Coach. Thank you, Krishna. Mm-hmm. We are Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know that Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media accounts and some of our swag, too? That is the work of Berman Branding, led by Becky Berman. Becky does a phenomenal job with graphic design. She knows her way around a website, but she does so much more. She's also a web strategist and can help your business, small, medium, or large, have a much stronger presence. She'll give you some great ideas as to how to get your brand in front of the eyeballs of your target audience. So visit Becky's Instagram site, at Berman Branding. You can also check out her website, www.bermanbranding.com. It's Berman Branding for all of your graphic design, web design, social media, and marketing strategies. Berman Branding. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, we'd really like to thank our sponsors, Adon Karen of the Stan K Group, Top 1% Realtors in North Jersey, Essex, Morris, and Union Counties, and Berman Branding, Graphic Design, Web Design, Marketing, Marketing Plans, led by Becky Berman. They do so much for us, including the design of the Bone Daddy logo and all its variations. Coach, want to thank my good friend Krishna Ramnath of... Little Rocket Productions and their edutainment app for joining us here on Bad to the Dad. Good getting reacquainted with him. And you really get a, an understanding for not only how challenging a an, an app like that is to produce, but you know how it's a family affair, which I think is kind of cool. No, I did. I actually went on and saw that video where his, his kids are naming the planes. That was really, really cute. Uh, I'm so glad you went to Hofstra for college. It seems like you have a lot of people you know that are great guests for our, for our podcast. <laughs> Fortunately, they all had children, yeah, all had <laughs> and children. many of them are male. Yeah, no, that would have happened had you not been to Hofstra. We'd have nobody to talk to. <laughs> so glad I went to college. <laughs> Little did I know that that would be the foreshadowing of basically lining up all our guests yes, on this yeah. humble little podcast. Humble little podcast. Uh, great stuff. Again, Adam D., thank you for getting our guest. You do such a great job. I'm so glad we're back on the uh, the horse for uh, for this episode. Um, 
I've missed our listeners. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. Uh, great insight, Adam D. I mean, it's been a big week. Uh, next week is another big week. Uh, it is the beginning of baseball. April is happening. April 1st is going to happen next week. And hopefully some better weather here in the Northeast. Uh, it seems like, you know, we, I don't know, when you get to a certain age, all you do is talk about the weather. It doesn't know what it wants to do. Like we talk about it like it's a person. Does it want to rain? Does it want to be chilly? Does it want to snow? It is, you know, it's that time of year where you still might get snow. And then, you know, it's almost like, you know, weather comes back and says, wait a second, I have one more thing to say. And it leaves. Wait, another thing, just letting you know, <laughs> I have it left. Uh, by the way, I'm going to snow. I, I'm curious. I mean, we have had some snow. I'm hoping it's it's been a weird, weird weather season. Uh, but you know what, Adam D? You have your health. You have your health. There it is again. Yes. There it is again. You may not get snow, but at least yes. you'll have your health. You have your health. So great stuff. Well, Coach, I wish you another successful week as you've had this week. We'll do it all again next week. Keep it on social media. Again, at Bad to the Dad to find out who we're going to have on next week. We have like this whole gaggle of dads that is itching to get know, on because we never know it's like this mysterious <laughs> combination of who could it be who do we want to have next week keep it mysterious really and and you know if i'm peeling back the curtain it's whoever is available when we're available that's what it all comes don't, down to don't mind that man behind the green <laughs> <laughs> don't mind him don't look at him <laughs> well folks again thanks for taking this ride with us and sticking with us even though we had a little bit of a break so listeners dads thanks so much have a great week we're bad to the dead